0: We We are are Steven Steven and Jill.
1: Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the
0: 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap?
1: Here on The Land Academy Show,
0: we answer that and more. Jack and Jill here. Hi. Welcome to The Land Academy Show, entertaining uh, real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Putella.
1: And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun.
0: Today, Jill and I talk about how to overcome buying land that you've never seen in person. I'm going to start with a little anecdote, if it's okay with you. Sure. Jill and I are car people, and we buy, uh, we're always looking for some car that's been in our soul forever. This is how I like to describe it separately. This is not something that we ever had or developed together. I think since we were little kids, we just want, we're car people. Yes. And so, as you know, like anything online, you can, but when the car, these are rare cars. When they come up, and they're the color you want, and they have the engine you want, and all of that stuff, you got to make a decision quick. And it's never my first choice to buy a car, especially without seeing it. So recently, I bought an old Corvette that's been on my list for quite some time. And I, I took delivery on it. And, and I had this thought, if I saw this car in person, I would have paid twice as much as I actually paid. Patted myself on the back. But when in reality, I didn't do anything, it was just luck. Jill had this same experience with the supercar recently, where we took delivery on it. I tried to find a scratch on that car. Mm-hmm. And I mean, whoever owned that just babied it. So the opposite is true with an old Volkswagen bus I bought. Uh, I w- did go to see that, luckily, and uh, we ended up buying it for half of what the person was asking because it was just too banged up. And so the same applies to land. Uh, I can tell you that every single piece of land that I have ever gone to see, I would have paid more for.
1: Mm, the Yep. <laughs> I I don't want to steal your
0: thunder. I don't don't know what you're going to talk. This is kind of Jill's show today. I've got it. I want to hear this too. We'll talk about that. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And uh, I got to tell you, last year, a ton of Land Academy members came to Jill and I needing extra help getting their blind offer campaigns in the mail. Getting the mail out is a tough thing for some people. And I get it. It was tough for me the first few times I did it too. So I took a look at how we were personally sending mail out with our key employees and who does the stuff for me personally in our mailers. And we decided to create a product called Concierge Data Plus. It's a year later and hundreds of members are using it. Uh, Go to the offers to owners, the number two, owners.com, click on Concierge Data and see if it's for you.
1: Ross wrote, I just sold a property for $49,000. That was was in a floodplain. And I made $30,800 on it after commissions and fees. Nearly didn't buy it because of the floodplain and ended up price trapping the original offer down $20,000 to a purchase price of $12,500 and was willing to walk away if the seller didn't like this offer. I love this. Only after that did I contact a land agent that I have a great relationship with on the ground in that area. And they said the area was hotter than I thought and that the floodplain would lower the sale price, but it would still sell fast regardless. Didn't even know what I had. And that blind confidence allowed for the biggest price drop I've accomplished to date.
0: (laughs) On the buy side. (laughs) On
1: the buy side, the purchase price, yep. Got lucky with that one. Full price offer within days of listing it, watch out for the hidden gems. Isn't that great? Sometimes... That's a way to solve some problems, um, which is, look, I think I've, it's, you know, you go through the six A's and I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute. I go through all the different things that I, I, as far as my due diligence, and I'm not sure about this one. Will money solve it? Yeah, it will. So here's the deal. I don't like it at 20, but I love it at 12, 12, five. So you call a seller back and say, I've got some issues. <laughs> I don't want to offend you. But because of this, I'm nervous about the property. The only number that makes sense to me that I really will, I'll buy it, is 12500 If that's great, I'll get it done now. If it doesn't, I totally understand. And I wish you all the best. And watch what happens. This person said, fine, I'll take your 12.5. dollars And you just have to be sure when you go into it, you're like, it's, you know, you're, we call it trying to kill your own deal. It's a number that if they say yes, I'm buying it because I know no matter what, I will be fine. So it worked out great.
0: <laughs> the variable in this story is uh, this Land Academy member was smart enough to pull in a local area expert on yeah. the ground, as they say, not uh, their words, not mine, who confirmed, hey, this is I can sell this quickly. So like the saying goes, you're not alone in this. You have right. all of us. You have the Land Academy members. You have the Thursday calls. You have, would you do this deal in Discord? And then when you've got everybody saying, yeah, this is a pretty yeah. good deal. And then you've got somebody on the ground who's going to sell it for you. Telling you, oh yeah, this is a good deal, regardless of this, this, and this. That gives me now. I've got just crazy buying confidence. Exactly. And so for, to whoever's buying and selling real estate out there, make sure you've got an expert, somebody who's smarter than you in the area. If you're if you're unsure about whether or not you should ever buy a piece of property, get that confidence from somebody who's an expert in the area. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. How to overcome today's topic is how to overcome buying land. I've never seen it. This is the meat of the show.
1: This comes up now and then, and I understand, actually, I don't understand, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm going to try to understand how this happens. So like, like you said, like you said at the beginning, (laughs) uh, you know what? There's a lot of people, including like the last vehicle that we just purchased, um, now yours, here's, here's the, here's the, let me back. We are, I don't, are we crazy yeah. or trusting or smart We're or a little bit of smart. all of it? It's just luck. Okay. Because
0: crazy, the, trusting and lucky, not smart. You're like the last smart.
1: two vehicles could have gone differently. Now let me back up the vehicle you bought. I do believe in, because it came from a trusted source that we have bought and sold other vehicles through in the past. And. They are, they're really, they're good. It's like right. really reliable, we have a tracker with, with them. We know them. We know where we're wiring the money. If it, it's not going oh, to some right. random wherever. Right? right. So that part we knew going into it, we didn't know the vehicle, but we trusted the vehicle. We trusted the history. We trusted all the stuff that came with the vehicle and you're right. What came back. Yeah. Your car's worth way more than I think what, what you spent on yeah, it. Me
0: too.
1: I mean, it came back with a notebook and I don't know how many trophies are there? Probably 12 trophies. Yeah, like we're going to have to make extra shelves in the garage and
0: original parts and all kinds of stuff. And it's going to have,
1: I know when you're done and get smart, they had this cone of silence. (laughs) I know in our garage it's going to be a nice uh, glass cone that's lowered (laughs) over your car (laughs) so no air can get in there or dust. (laughs) Exactly. I know that's what's going to happen.
0: So even the, it's funny to do that with a car that's like older than I am. I know. know. God knows what's going on in that car before oh. it got into our garage. Oh
1: my goodness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um you're not the first one to to burn the back tires off of that car. Yeah,
0: or worse, you know, yeah. how many people got pregnant in that car?
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> so but you know, it's interesting that that we are good at that. So I guess I say it's I, I say I understand I don't understand because we do our homework. We know how to do our homework. And you just rip you just you know, you just make a decision. Um, so in my car, it could have gone sideways. What's funny is I bought it through a broker, but I still didn't even know this broker. I'm did I had to do a little recon on the broker. And, uh, even some of her friends were kind of like, you guys have never met this person just wiring yeah. you this much cash.
0: Well, the bank shut us down too. that kind That's true. Wired I had to walk transfer. in and like
1: throw a fit to say, it's my money. I'm telling you where I want it to go. It's on me, not you. So anyway, we got it done. So I. For some people, not us, it's obviously hard to imagine spending money uh, on something, even as an investor that you've never seen. So, you know, and sometimes too, I want to, I want to throw something at you too. Like Steven said, sometimes it's better (laughs) that you don't go see it because there's a little side note. You might fall in love with it. Sometimes it's better than you think it is, and you don't want to sell it. And it might skew your decision. So what do you do? By the way,
0: these cars that we bought, they'll be gone in 24 months. Trust me. That's just how Jill and I... Yes, we say Ooh, it because we're all we're in the honeymoon stage right oh. now. But the minute I get uh, I double know. double your price offer, I'm selling it. Oh. And then I'll be on to the next mission. Okay.
1: Shucks. I don't know if I can do that with this car because they're not making anymore.
0: Yeah, Jill's car might be different.
1: Yeah, but. I don't know. I have a tough one on that one. So anyway, but so the big picture is, okay, we understand both sides. Um, hard for some, nah, I see why going to see it could make a mess too. You might get emotional about it and then not do, make a good decision. So what what do you do? You trust that you know the six things that you need to do and look at to make a good financial decision. And if you're in Land Academy, you see us doing it every Thursday. You watch us do the exact same thing with your deals when you ask us to say, would you do this deal that we do with our deals? And Brandon does and Lori does, whoever's on the call with us helping and having fun with us. It's the same thing. You see us, and it's the six A's. We've set you up and told you what to look for, how to look for it, and how to judge these properties, and then how to act on them. So I'm going to go through them. So what, number one, access. Is there access?
0: Is it obvious? This is the first 30 seconds of looking at a piece of property. Yep. Yeah. Can you get to it or not?
1: Right. You, it, physical and legal, hopefully both. Number one. Number two. Uh, acreage, is it big? Usually bigger and better, but I say acreage. Like, is it what you want to do with it? Is it enough acreage to do what that person's to do with it? Maybe it's all infill lots, and they need to be in, uh, a one acre, whatever it is, or big ranches. You know, that's the acreage. Did it did it show up what you wanted, and, and is it going to work? Um, three, let's say attribute. What's, what's going on? Is there, is it near something beautiful? Is it got a creek in the background? You know, what have you picked up from your looking? These are all things, right? Remember you're not visiting this property. We're helping you go through a list of things that you can do that you should do on every single deal. So, you know, you're making a good decision. So attributes, something great around there. Um, wow. Look how close it is to Nashville. Fill in the blank. Um, affordability. Let's not, let's not be, uh, you know, let's use the data that we have at our fingertips to make sure even though we sent out the offer, are we still buying a great deal and then what can we sell it for based on what's going on in the market? Are you right buying now cheap today? enough? Yeah, exactly. Alive. Uh, is everyone alive and able to sign? It's a little thing, but you got to know this quickly when you're doing your due diligence, because if you're talking to the cousin of, uh, or the, the, the nephew, let's just say my aunt had this, she's the last surviving member of the family. It should go to me. So I'm selling it. That doesn't necessarily mean it's right. You need to make sure that you, the right person's alive or it's in the right name. So they can actually sell the property. And then the last one that Steven added, my number five alive was added recently. And your number six is added the most recently, which I love, which is adjacent I want to explain to Jason?
0: What's going on immediately around that property. So you've got this target property that you're looking at. Should, should I be buying it or not? Well, to the south of it is this beautiful ranch uh, that just sold for $13 million. To the north of it is a, a former waste management, you know, EPA site. And so, no, that's going to kill the deal at any price because you just, so you need to look to see what's going on in the immediate area of the target property and see if your property fits in.
1: mm mm-hmm exactly so by doing those and trust that you know those things to make a good decision that's how you overcome buying land you never see that's it well you know
0: and what's really joe's saying is experience so Mm -hmm. here's the thing if you're brand new oh i don't have the experience jack i can't do this no you have us
1: every thursday call you
0: have us and you have a huge community of your peers that will not let you fail and then we're we're, i'm not gonna especially if you're new we're not going to let you buy a piece of property or, or recommend that you buy a piece mm-hmm. of property if you don't get somebody there to see it, whether right. it's a photographer or a real estate agent telling you that, yeah, this is a great piece of property. You should buy it. Mm-hmm. I can sell it for X. And so that should take away all the the concern that you have. Uh, if you don't have a lot of experience, take away all the concern that you have about should I buy it or not? I have a lot of stories all throughout my career people usually with a cocktail in their hand, looking at me saying, well, how do you know if you should be buying that or not? You know, and I I run out of ways to describe it, because if they're asking that question, they, in my experience, will never get there. They will never work through the six A's, like Jill said, and never work through that thought process where they have some confidence about buying a piece of real estate and selling it for more.
1: You know what? I really don't worry about it. If I get... so if you know what you're looking, if you listen to us and follow us and you know the six A's and you do them all, then it should take all of your concerns away. I agree. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you
1: could join us today. That was, perfect. It no, that was just a perfect little boop, done, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy. It's Jack
0: Thursday, and I'm going to talk about why is land investing like pulling teeth? You are not alone in your real estate ambition.
1: I can't wait to hear what this is. This is, is a about. direct
0: quote from a guy named Graham in Discord. Oh. Who you and wait. I have met. I really like Graham. He was in career path.
1: Oh, Herbert Graham.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Herbert Graham. Herbert
1: yeah. Graham. Oh, good. I can't. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Hey, thanks for tuning in. By the way, we would love to connect with you on Clubhouse. Join Jack and I uh on the first and third Thursday of every month at 12 p.m. Pacific time in the Land Investing Club. It's awesome, it's it's uh, taken off a life of its own, and we love showing up and doing it. We are, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill, information and inspiration.
0: To buy undervalued property.